heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Stay informed about the state of racing with RSN's Racing Pulse. Time to get the latest from James Cummings and Godolphin because they could have a very big day at Caulfield on Saturday. It's not the biggest Group 1 we have uh, around the Australian calendar, but it would put one of the biggest smiles, no doubt, on the faces of James Cummings and all the Godolphin crew if they could provide Damien Oliver with his last Group 1 victory in Melbourne, ironically, in the race that gave Damien his very first Group 1 win on Submariner all those years ago. James, good morning to you. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Very well. Uh, it would be a, a lovely um, piece of, I suppose, racing history if uh, you could give... Ollie, his last Group 1 in Victoria, wouldn't it? Well, you just said that he rode Submariner to win the Sir Rupert Clark, his first Group 1 winner. It was trained by none other than JB Cummings. It was indeed. That's the the, the great um, circular motion of what racing could be. Ollie's first and then his, um, what's he up to now? 130, a nice round number that would be. (laughs) <laughs> he's ridden 49 winners for me as well. So, look, he, uh, he's had a great association, and not only not only with uh, yours truly, but also my family. He's ridden, I reckon, he's ridden three group, at least three group one winners for um, each for for Bart and for my father. Maybe four for my father and three for me. So, yeah, he's uh, it's amazing. You you could you could. Um, you could not a, I think outside of Damien Oliver and Hugh Bowman, no one else would have been riding Group 1 winners for three generations of horse trainers in one family. That's pretty incredible. And uh goes to show the sort of the, the, the sort of longevity he, mm. he's been capable of showing and the class he's got. But also top jockeys like that are such... They're such a great help to horse trainers and their stables and their, their development because the feedback that Damien Oliver can give a trainer... You know, it's like he's um, he's he's, uh, he's unparalleled, and uh, I I know that he was incredible to work with when when um, when I've I've uh, I've had him riding my horses in Melbourne, and he's still riding well. Uh, we saw over Cup Week he's just as um, skillful, and the timing's great. And you've drawn a good gate with Valana, which is the total opposite of what happened at Flemington, where he was so gutsy after being posted wide. Yeah, that's right. He's just bound to get a good run from that draw. Uh, we we uh, we just had enough horses bunch up underneath underneath us there in the Damien Oliver, and uh, and so it didn't quite you didn't quite get the fairy tale finish in in that, in that race after named in his honour, but uh, but it, but the horse was gutsy, wasn't he? He wasn't beaten far, just a little over a length, and uh, and I, I feel like he's trained on beautifully since then. Damien uh, Damien enjoyed a gallop on the horse during the week and. Uh, that race is, you know, surprising to see. Surprising to see our horse up the top of the weights there, considering um, considering he's he's a he's a group, group three winner. But um, but perhaps therefore it you know, provides an opportunity as a as a winnable Sir Rupert Clark this year, given people have got to get accustomed to the position of that race on the calendar now, and uh, and hopefully Valana and Damien Oliver can uh, make. You know, make take full advantage of that of that opportunity this year. I was going to ask you about that because he's a horse that's he's won one point eight million dollars. He won the Hunter last year, so he's been a a great provider for the stable. But 
is he a Group One horse? Do you think? And this is maybe an easier Group One for him to to actually hit the hit the target. Well, that's that's a it's a good question. I think the horse would be capable of winning a Group One right down in the weights, you know. And he's he's had his chance in a Stradbroke a couple of times, and you know, but 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 he's he's outclassed at weight for age in in, in some of the races that he did partake in. Nevertheless, um, he now he finds himself at the top of the weights in a Group One handicap, so that makes things hard. But he's only got to beat the horses that he's around, and he's a class horse. It wouldn't, you know, there are. Um, I think if he won it, he'd be deserving of, of the of the status. And uh, and given that he's given that he's uh, look, he's, he's he's by Hallow Crown. He's an impressive horse. He's uh, he's out of a he's out of a champion broodmare of the year. Uh, Red Cena, who herself is by Redoute's choice. There's a lot to like about mm. the, 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 the the stallion and his pedigree. But um, but getting a Group One on his page would be enormous. Um, and at the moment. Uh, He's, he's he's at least coming along into this race relatively lightly raced. He's third up. He's bound to have shown improvement after that uh, after that run over seven furlongs at Flemington, and uh, and so you could really make the case for the horse um, up, ups, upsetting the favourites. Barber goes around in the Ned's uh, Village Stakes, drawn barrier twelve over the eleven hundred. Um, he was strong at Flemington, uh, just couldn't ra- uh, reel in the South Australian Wiggum. Are you happy with how he's going? Look, I'm happy that he. I'm happy with his consistency, uh, but I'm, 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 I must admit, a little frustrated by his, his, his lack of wins since the uh, since the win in the. A little frustrated is an understatement, but since winning the uh, Blue Diamond Prelude so impressively, you would have thought he might have gone on with it more than he has. But he's just remained very consistent. He's bound to he's bound to springboard at some stage, uh, whether it's in this race where he's quite a long way out of the handicap against older horses. I'm not so sure. It's not the best race I've found for the horse. But uh, but it, but you know but it's uh, it's at that you know, that critical 1100 metre distance. It's a little rise from the five furlongs uh, up the straight at Flemington, and he could provide a threat to the favourite. Uh, just whether or not he can make that that step against the old horses in one go, it would it, will, it would be interesting to see if we did, if we did run him whether he could. You've got commemorative, who's a big filly, isn't she? She's a big girl, and she was. Caught up on the fence in the desirable, but did she not quite run the fourteen hundred out? Hence, back to the twelve on Saturday. Yeah, there's a there's a, there's a bit going on there. Look, it, it all has come a little a little soon for commemorative, and uh, and she's got ability. So a little drop back in distance is nice. Uh, um, you know, this is still a this is still stakes grade, but it's uh, but as a three year old filly in the spring, a good opportunity for her to, for her to add to her page. I'd love to see her. Uh, I'd love to see her break through here. We can put her away and we can measure her up in the autumn. And and in the fullness of time, she may prove to just be a, a sprinter. But we had aspirations. She might stretch out to a mile. Uh, we we can we can reevaluate that at the conclusion of this campaign. Uh, you got a good team heading to Newcastle. Obviously, it's the big hunter meeting. Uh, uh, Gravina, who is to be ridden by Zach Lloyd, comes back from uh, a run down the straight at Fleming. What did you make of that run? Uh, he went. Pretty poorly, but uh, but we made a little gear change, and he just got squeezed coming out of the barriers. Mm. Uh, fa- fa- failed to really chase hard. The thing I would say in Gravina's favour is he's he's a horse that's turned his form around quickly before in the past. Look, I expected more of the horse in, in the same race 12 months ago at Flemington, and he, he disappointed me that day, and he turned it around to uh, produce a, a big effort running third in the in the in, the, in this very race. The Hunter um, is next start, so he can. 
proved to be a yo-yo horse. Hopefully, he can do he, he can do that for us there second up this weekend because he did train well. He, he you know he did train well during the week. Uh, he, he's, he looks well. He's um, moving great, uh, and it, he did come off a very like a sustained campaign last time in work. Hoping to see that he can get back to that form down in the weights. Is your best in in Newcastle maybe one of your debutante two year olds in the in the Max Lees? I think we've got good chances in the Max Lees. Look, starting with the Colt Graham, uh, a lot to like about him. He's, he's, he's learning how to put it all together still, he, but he's a, but he's got scope. He's got a bit of class about him. Moves he, he moves well, and he has pace about. He's got a lot of pace about him. He's got a turn of foot, um, and uh, you've seen his you've seen his full brother, Zulfika. There, he's uh, he's a, he's your Maribyrnong mm. trial winner from last season, and. Uh, came back to win in the autumn in the chairman stakes as well, also at uh, Sandown. So, you know, you've seen a bit of Zulfika and Graham's, yet, you know, he's, he's stepping out to make his debut here in a sharp race for a sharp horse. Um, the, the Colt stable mate, the, the Philly Eferisto, she's uh, another one of these blue points who's showing plenty early. Uh, she's she's out of that, uh, that broodmare of the year I mentioned, Red Cena. Very, very nicely bred Philly here. Um, she's got a bit of growing to do, but she's She's got uh, she's got natural speed, uh, can show it, and I could see her running a race also. So depending on how the race is run, both both of our horses could be mm. seen to advantage, and both are prepared, well educated to run well on debut. And Portray looks a good race, doesn't it, on Saturday as well? Yeah, it's a good race. You know, she ran her PB for the prep last time, and uh, and we feel like she's held that. She'd be ready to show. You know, she'd be ready to produce it again. She's got a bit of weight to carry. She's got to stretch it right out to seven furlongs. But she'll give, give them something to chase because she's strong when she can get up on top of the pace like that. A lot of the RSN listeners have been counting down the days and checking the form guide for a horse called Jambalaya after Glenn Ingram has been spruiking this uh, from the jump outs and we get to see it on Friday night at the Valley, James. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, we uh, well, look, look, look forward to seeing a, seeing a, a horse like him debut when... Uh, when, when there's been a bit of promise along the way, but um, you just got to be mindful too that we've taken a bit of time with the horse, and he's you know he's you know we've we've, we've been patient, so he's going to be still putting it all together. But you've got to you've got to be taken by the by the jump outs. They're just they're just local jump outs at Flemington too. It's not like he's been on a float and been t- taken away for um for you know the, the big effort that he produced most recently. So um you know we we are. Uh, We've got our feet on the ground, but uh, he he can he can certainly go out there and he can certainly go out there and run very well on debut. Don't get me wrong, the pedigree's solid. He's um he's you know he's from the family of Cosmic Endeavour, but yeah he's he's he's, he's still learning. So just be just be mindful of that. All right, but uh, he's one for the future. We can maybe follow with a bit of expectation. Well, let's hope so. I mean, he, yeah, we've we, we've been patient and uh, and and you know uh, every 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 carnival you hear a trainer admit that they've been rewarded by the patience they've mm. shown. So hopefully he's that type of horse um, uh, at some stage in the future, but we'll just take small steps from here. How's uh, Dozy? Is she in the paddock having a well-earned rest? Yeah, she's down there. She's she's munching on a bit of grass in, a, in the 10-acre stakes. So uh, we're, ha- we're, we're absolutely delighted with her and uh, lots to look forward to with, with that Kingman filly mm. in the autumn. Uh, but um, she was exceptional in the Oaks and... and uh, 
that was that was a you know, talk about patience. That was a great exercise in patience, and she was uh, she she resurrected her campaign from uh, from a couple of couple of duck eggs early to uh, to really to really starting to motor once she got down to Melbourne, and uh, and great great to see her produce those two big efforts um, in the Cup Carnival. Miracle, she got beaten in the wakeful, but. She won the one yeah. that counted. Uh, she certainly did. It was a, a good carnival, a couple of wins, but also uh, a few frustrating placings as well. So uh, you got the big one that counted. It'd be nice if you can end uh, with Ollie and uh, Valana on Saturday. And there's an SMS that's come through here saying, I'm pretty sure Submariner also had barrier one. Uh, go Ollie and Valana. So maybe the stars <laughs> are all aligning. <laughs> is that right? Wow, that's amazing if that's true. Uh, I don't, you, well, might fact check, you might get your producer to fact check that, Mike. Yeah, I tried to go back and do it, but Racing Australia doesn't have Samara's form from back then. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, good on you, James. Good luck on the weekend, right? All right, cheers. Thanks a lot. James Cummings uh, joining us there.